Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Audio Barf. It is the LCS Hockey Radio Show. Brought to you as always by BackpagePress.com and by the number one non-updated hockey site in all the land, LCSHockey.com. LCS, the four horsemen of podcasts. But the four horsemen with, you know, Mongo McMichael in it and stuff. That four horsemen. All right, Mike Dell. Larry. Yeah, very excited because right before the show, you're like, hey, you don't sound excited, but now I'm fired up because I heard Bree mode at the top of the show. Oh, are you I'm ready to you, go? Are you in Bree mode now? Yes, I am officially in Bree mode. So yeah. Does that mean you will kick me in my face until I am unconscious? Come on, Nikki. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so what do you got planned for the big show, Larry? That was it. I pl- I played Bree mode. Oh, well, I I, I tried to uh, as we've established in the past. I can at most the most I can do is try and get one guest a week. Like I'll try once, and I try to get Josh Yoey, but I haven't heard from him. So yeah, you know. Well, maybe he'll just do? surprise us and call in. <laughs> yeah, I think he's probably on vacation. Because he hasn't been writing anything this past week or two, and uh, I'm guessing he just he he considers us like work, you know. So he's kind of like waiting maybe to get back to us, you know. I don't know why. That's all. Like time on this show, Mike Dell. Well, I don't know about that. Um, no, it's not. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah anyway. so no guest this week. Yeah, as usual. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this, right off the top of the bat, or, you know, at the top of the show here. Um, here's a question that's maybe 50 years too late, but you know that song, Two Sir with Love? <laughs> what the fuck's going on in 60s? that song? Is that, a, is that about a girl that wants to fuck her teacher? Is that what's going on in that fucking song? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I forget what... what I forget what movie that's from, but, uh, well, I guess that's the name of the movie, right? Sir <laughs> Love, is that what it was? Uh, yeah, if I, I think recall, so. yeah, I think so. it had something to do with like a teacher, and yeah, yeah, the kids wanted to fuck them. I, I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. That is fucked up. <laughs> like people would go to jail <laughs> over uh, why a did, song like that these why days. Why is this a topic of discussion? Like, why is this in your head? 
I was watching an episode of King of Queens, and they played that in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and like, or he was the substitute I was sitting there, teacher, and I was like, right? I've never thought about it before, but I was like, what the fuck is going on in this song? This girl was as fucked as teacher. That's the one where he was the substitute teacher, correct? And, uh, yeah. Yep. They're out on strike. Not sure. a great episode, but uh, I like when he's like trying to reenact <laughs> reenact things in class, or like dress up yeah. like. Uh, War. Oh, also when he's spelling Heffernan on the board and he runs out of room, so he has to kind of like yes. go down with it. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. And then there's the uh, the scene where he's in the background on the hobby horse or whatever. And he like takes <laughs> yeah. a nasty spill. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm right in the section. That's, that's where we're at right but now. That was the, the, the brief uh, period of time when uh, Ricky Lake was his sister. Yeah. First two years, no mention of a sister. Up here and there. Yeah. Suddenly he has a sister, and then she disappears again by the last three seasons of the show. Yeah, that is true. They never, they never mention her again. It's kind of like he had a dog for a while too, and then the dog just went away. Yeah, he just kind of went away too. Hey, don't nitpick. And Carrie had a sister. Carrie had a smoking hot sister. And she Oh yeah, yeah. I think that was maybe I think that was the first episode. Uh she was in a couple episodes, but not many, like maybe two or three. It was more than just the first one. Yeah. But um not many more. Right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway, that sounds good. Alright, there you go. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Really appreciate it. Well, I, I did watch eleven movies, Larry. Yeah, all movies, or did you? Or are you counting ten movies in a TV? All movies this week. Oh, look at you! All right, so here's the deal: we got Jank on hold, we got Tuppy on hold. So you know, both movies. I don't know. I don't know if anybody wants to talk movies. I didn't tell either one of them about coming on the show tonight. <laughs> um, but here's the deal: well, I've been thinking uh-huh. about it. I don't think I want Avengers ruined for me. Oh, really? Because I still don't know anything about the movie. Yeah, I really haven't heard anything either. So I know nothing. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know who's in it. I don't know what happens. I have no... no I I was actually planning to try and go see it this week, uh, but I had a cold all week. Mm -hmm. Something like that fucking... But uh, also, Larry, I didn't cash that uh, money order either. If anyone's scoring at home, I have that money order. You didn't have your uh, DeLorean handy? Well, I don't know. Does Jank want to come on and uh, spoil Avengers? Because now I didn't want it spoiled. But now that I know no! you don't want it spoiled, I want it spoiled. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not doing it then. I won't bring him on. <laughs> I'm pushing the buttons around here. <laughs> well, that seems ridiculous. Because I still want to see it. Jack, I don't know if I'm going to see it, but I still want to uh, see it. But Jank is our movie expert, and I did see 11 movies. So he could add to the All discussion. right, well, we can bring him on. But All right, Jank, we're bringing you on. As soon as I hear uh, <laughs> Avengers, I'm, you're out. Hello? It was crazy when War Machine was banging Pepper Potts right in front of Tony Stark. 
I did not that see that nuts. coming. Oh, I mean, I saw that. That is crazy. I mean, I'm all. But Jack, thanks again for jumping on the show. I, I, again, I feel bad always bringing you on when you know you don't, you have no like obligation to be on the show, <laughs> no desire to be on the show. But once again, if <laughs> you you're going to call the switchboard, your your fair game. It's what you to just expect. Stream this on your computer and just listen. That's true. <laughs> you put yourself in the Someday car. I'll learn. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Without ruining a get a different phone number. Jank. <laughs> yeah, a burner phone. You need a burner phone. Okay, yeah. So, so, yeah, every week I'll just switch it without, without ruining Avengers for Larry, uh, how many times have you seen it? Uh, I've seen it three times so far. For me. <laughs> three <laughs> yeah. times so far. Three, three times so far. And uh, I, I guess you like it then if you've seen it three times. You've really yeah, it. it's uh, it's pretty marvelous. Um, <laughs> I really oh, liked it. Really? Um, other than one scene that is just super cringeworthy. <laughs> oh, one th- no, I'm not going to tell you. Show up and, and they start playing uh, I'm just a girl again. And it's like, uh, it's okay. like that, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is hard to do. Yeah. They, uh, they really so cranked like, up well, the cringe factor. So like one out of 10, is it get a nine on your scale? Oh uh, yeah. I'd say at least a nine, maybe 9.5. Wow, 9.5. it's uh, it's really yeah. solid. Um, for a three-hour movie, it goes by really quick. Surprisingly, like it's well-paced, and like each kind of hour of the movie is its own thing almost, which keeps it fresh and keeps it moving. Hmm. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah, I put on the little really half in the it. bag review of Avengers for a little bit just to see. I but then I didn't want to spoil it because I thought I might be going, so I turned it off yeah. before we got to the spoilers. <laughs> But yeah, they said kind of like each... oh, did they spoil pretty early in? I believe they got the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like two minutes in. But yeah, they said like each each hour of the movie is kind of like its own movie, I guess. So yeah, we were saying it, moving. totally makes and, sense. Uh, they seemed to like it, but they weren't as enthusiastic as you. I don't think they 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 seemed to like it was good, but not amazing or anything. I yeah, I think they they liked yeah, it. Um, not yeah. <laughs> I think they liked Infinity War more, um, which I yeah. might not even disagree with, but it was just such a great way to end it, and I really wish that this was the legitimate end and that they weren't going to do anything else, because <laughs> you're really never going to top this. But yeah, they're they're going to bring in a new team of Avengers, correct? Is that what the plan is, and they're going to start doing new movies? Yeah, probably. I mean, hey, Spider-Man comes out in like two months, so <laughs> I heard the it next, all starts uh, up again. The next big villain, like, instead of Thanos, is going to be Kang the Conqueror. Oh. Ooh, I like Kang. That would be interesting. Yeah. Kang would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could see that. Well, let me ask you this. I, uh, that's kind of where you have to go. I don't know who else I got. Did Charlie Cox <laughs> show up at all? No. Sadly, no Netflix people. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Hey, <laughs> Jump together on that one. Is that, when's that new Jessica Jones coming out? Is it out already? Or? That's a good question. Um, maybe yeah, since it's yeah. the last one of those shows, they're kind of taking their time and not trying to make one every two months now. <laughs> now, now that I think about it, though, I, I think maybe May, I heard. Some more time in May. So I guess oh. we're in May now. So. It could be any week now. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm very excited about that. 
I hope they, yeah, since yeah. they kind of knew that this was ending with this one, and I'm hoping that they actually kind of, you know, plan for it and give this one a good send-off and a good ending. I doubt it. Yeah, yeah probably not. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Larry, any other Avengers questions that we can ask without spoiling it? Any dinglings in it? <laughs> <laughs> not nearly enough. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll try. When you guys see it, we'll we'll discuss more. But yeah, I highly highly recommend it. It's worth leaving the house for. I I really got that. Um, it's not the well, leaving the house. Be... It's the four hours in a movie theater seat. <laughs> yeah, it is a long set, but. Yeah. It's well worth it. It keeps you entertained the whole time. How many quesadillas? How many quesadillas died during this uh, <laughs> war? Just one apiece. <laughs> all right. One each. That's not bad at all. Hey, you got to a three-hour movie. <laughs> I was uh, thinking of doing some sort of top 11 list Avengers theme, just in case you know we did drag you onto the show. But I got busy with cool. Champions. <laughs> no, I didn't know Damn it. Do it. Um, but I was thinking of like doing like uh, maybe top eleven uh, forgotten Avengers like over the years. Yeah. Like, uh, Doctor Druids and. Yeah, Doctor Druid. Larry, that's cry. Doctor Druid. No. I know Doctor Druid. Kind of jank. I always thought of him as like Fraser Crane of the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a pass. It's like the Fraser Crane version of Doctor Strange. <laughs> yes. <Pretty much. laughs> Did you know that show's coming back, uh, by the way? Yeah, what, I heard Frazier? that on Babylon. Yeah, Frazier's what? coming back. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I fucking hate that. That show was good, like, the first season or two, and then I mean, it just got so fucking annoying. I can't take it. All right, so, uh, Jenk, I'm looking through the big list of Avengers. Let's see if you remember some of these names. Because um, there's a couple I didn't even, like, know who they were. Well, first of all, Mantis was a member of the Avengers. Yeah? What's that, Larry? What's that? I was going to say, you name the obscure Avenger, and I want to see if Jank knows their secret identity. Oh, no. man. No, <laughs> okay. Um, it's going to be tough. What, what Do you know Mantis' actual name? <laughs> Mantis' real name? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard it. I think she's Korean yeah, and they're Vietnamese, right? Uh, no, um, apparently it's Brant, B-R-A-N-D-T, isn't she's like an alien, right? Mantis, isn't she like hmm. a space monkey? Uh, I Mantis thought so. Yeah, Mantis <laughs> is a girl. Yeah. Um, I thought she was also like partially from Earth and didn't realize it for a while that she was a space monkey, something along those uh, lines, and she was like the celestial Madonna, whatever that means, but it made her some kind of big celestial muckety-muck. I just know she has antennas on her head, so it's kind of like uh, <laughs> yep. My Favorite Martian, that old Bill Bixby show. Oh, that's, that's Mantis? Color. Isn't Aquaman's villain yeah. named Mantis, too? That's Black Manta. Uh, that's Black Manta. Right? <laughs> Black Manta. That's racist. Right. Manta. That is very <laughs> racist. <laughs> um, Jank, uh, of course, Moon Dragon. Everyone remembers Moon Dra- Moon Dragon. Yeah. Um, Heather. 
Holy hell. Something. <laughs> Whatever Jackson's last name is, because it's... <laughs> uh, Heather, yep, Douglas, that's it. Because Arthur Douglas Heather is Douglas. Uh, tracks. I'm giving you credit for that. That's impressive that you knew Heather. <laughs> um, all right, this guy, I never heard of this guy in my life. Two-Gun Kid. <laughs> Two <gun. laughs> Who in the blue hell is I feel like kid? that was like a West Coast Avenger. Um, During that weird time where, like, they went back in time and they were all in different uh, time a, periods or something like that. He's a 1970s recruit for the main Avengers. Oh, um, wow. Avengers, issue 174, 1978. He's a time traveler from the 19th century. He joined as a reserve member. He, he basically looks like Billy the Kid. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm huh. guessing you don't remember That's his, a... his real name. No. <laughs> Couldn't even Matthew hazard a guess. Hawk. Matthew Hawk. Hmm. Uh, Star Fox, of course. Everyone's of course favorite Star Fox. Dumb. Yeah, Eros. That's right, Eros. Yeah. Hey, do you remember yeah. Dr. Druid's real name? <laughs> oh, I probably should, but I don't. Well, it's, it's like it's actually Dr. Sebastian. It's actually Doctor. It's actually Doctor Druid. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but his real. But his well, first, his first name. name. Is, uh, Anthony Ludgate Druid. <laughs> All right, so then we get into the West Coast Avengers from 1984 to 87. Um, wow, Fang oh, yeah. was a member of the West Coast Avengers. I did not know that. Who? Oh, yeah. The Thing. Ben Grimm. And uh, Moon Knight, War Machine, Mockingbird. Uh, Firebird. I've never heard of Firebird in my life. Firebird? Um, hmm. West Coast Avengers Annual Number 2. Firestar. Firebird. Benito Juarez is her real name. Uh, oh, you know what? They might have. I think they tried bringing him back just about a year a or two ago. It's a broad. What a guy. Hmm. Huh? Maybe not. Yeah. Broad? <laughs> I don't know. And then uh, then we go on to uh, Post Inferno recruits from 89 to 90, Demolition Man. Oh, cool. That's, yeah, uh, D Man. Isn't that Wesley Snipes? No. Nah, doesn't he kind of just wear like Daredevil's old costume, the yellow and with a big D on the chest? Kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like a cross between like Daredevil and Wolverine, from what I remember. Um, how about the now this person I never heard of, the Forgotten One. The Forgotten One. <laughs> he lives up to that name. Yeah, I guess he was an Eternal <laughs> or something. He's some like godlike guy, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. I can't believe they're making an Eternals movie. <laughs> I don't think anybody wanted that. Um, Cersei. I remember Cersei. Yep. From the 90s, right? Yeah. Uh, what the early 90s era. The Black Knight. Stingray. I do not remember Stingray. Oh, okay. I do remember Stingray. He uh, he definitely was Steve was Irwin. back around a little while back, and he was like one of uh, Deadpool's like henchmen for a while. Huh? How about Ray? When Deadpool had his own like mercenary service. Do you remember Rage? 
Yes, he was a new warrior and then was on the Avengers for a little bit. Never heard of him. <laughs> he went to American Living Gladiators. Lightning. Living Lightning. Yep. He, I don't remember his original run, but he was in that uh, some kind of, you know, like 12-issue Big Avenger series they had last year. They brought him back in a big way. Well, now some of these are just... And then forgot about him again. I, I never heard of any <laughs> of these people. Silverclaw, Justice, Darkhawk, Thunderstrike. Hey, oh, that, Justice oh, was in, again, also a new warrior, and then they brought him over to the Avengers for a while. Him and Firestar, I believe. Um... And, and Thunderstrike was just Thor, right? With the beard? Yeah, that was, he was, like, he took over for Thor for a little while, and then when the original Thor came back, he basically gave him, like, a, you know, a knockoff hammer. <laughs> and was like, now you're Thunderstrike. They gave him a rubber mallet. What? Here you go, like, <laughs> Jack of Hearts. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Very you're not wrong. Uh, Echo, Sentry, yeah, Echo, um, that was a Daredevil character that, uh, like, Daredevil recommended her to the Avengers, and she was the first Ronin, uh, which Hawkeye became at one point, and uh, he was that in uh, this movie, which they show in the trailer. What's Ronin? What the fuck is Ronin? <laughs> um, Ronin's just kind of this weird identity that's kind of been passed around the last couple of years. It seems like just any time writers want to have somebody to be like, oh, who is behind the mask? Like, they'll make them Ronin, it seems like. And then after a couple of issues, they'll be like, oh, look, it's this person. And she was the first one. Couldn't they tell Ronin was Hawkeye when, you know, he carried the bow and arrow everywhere he went? (laughs) (laughs) He was using his sword then for some reason. Not even using the bow and arrow. (laughs) Um, Here's another one. No, never heard of... um, Stature. Stature. Yes, that is uh, Cassie Lang, Scott Lang's daughter. Holy hell. Yep. <laughs> so, what, so I guess she can grow and shrink and shit? Is that what? Yep. Mostly growing from what I remember, but she can also shrink. She was on the Young Avengers for a while, and I think she must have been on the, the real team. Oh, the Mighty Avengers, I think, was the one she was on. i got to tell you, Jank, I'm impressed. You know a lot of these <laughs> Oh, yeah, the Avengers Avengers. comics weren't my specialty, but I'm trying to, you know, get caught up. Uh, apparently, Rogue joined the Avengers, like 2012. Yeah, pretty recently. Deadpool was an Avenger for a while. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> Deadpool should never be a fucking Avenger. <laughs> when they have like like four or five different Avengers teams at a time, pretty much everyone ends up on the Avengers. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. There's like the Secret Avengers, the New Avengers, the Avengers Avengers. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Here's a great one. Wheels Walensky. Do you know who Wheels Walensky is? <laughs> no. <laughs> that one does uh, not sound familiar at all. Uh, Occupy Avengers is the series. Oh, yeah, I didn't read that shit. I think that was where, like, Hawkeye was trying to, like, he felt bad that he killed the Hulk, so he, you know, decided to set out by helping people across America, and, you know, (laughs) it just seemed terrible. Uh, That does sound terrible. And I was going to guess Wills Walensky's in a wheelchair, and, yep, he's in a wheelchair. (laughs) (laughs) 
just like that kid in the Burger King the Kids getaway, Club. Man. Those name wheels. Yeah, so there you go. All right, well, that's enough. Too many terrible Avengers. All right. Uh, <laughs> how do you how do you take over for Thor? Like you're either Thor or you're not Thor. It's not like Thor's a, <laughs> like, he's not like an, a mascot. It's not like oh, this week Colonel Sanders is played by Thor. Like you can't be <laughs> Thor unless you're Thor. So like, and then you're like, well, he takes over for Thor until the original Thor comes back. Like where'd he go? <laughs> you know, here's the what? weird thing is I. I, I'm not sure how it works, but originally when Thor first appeared, there was a doctor named Donald Blake who basically picked up this stick in a cave, and he yep. suddenly turned into Thor. But then they eventually revealed like, many years later that Donald Blake was not actually a real person. He was Thor all along, but Odin had made him forget who he was and made him live his life as a normal person because he had basically been an arrogant asshole back on Asgard. <laughs> So they kind of wiped that whole part out, mm. but then they decided, oh, we want to give him a, you know, a secret identity again, so let's have him become this Eric Masters guy. I forget what happened to Thor, the the actual Thor in that one, but this Eric Masters guy would pick up the hammer and become Thor, uh, but he was not the same Thor. He just looked like Thor and kind of grew a beard to kind of hide his face so people didn't realize it wasn't the real Thor. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, – uh, like when whoever becomes Thor, they get the hammer, right? Like that's the deal. Like they have the hammer, that's why they're Thor, right? Yep. So. What about the lady yeah. Thor? You like her? No, that was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> really, any time you replace an existing character with a new one, it's never good. <laughs> Thunderstrike wasn't good. Right. And it's also lame when they just uh, take the take a female version of the male character. Like, just come up with a whole yeah. character. Yeah. They've already Spider- tried that so many times. There was like a Spider Woman, Thoria, or something who was like a you know girl version of Thor that existed a long time ago. Yeah, it's all, it's all terrible. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, well, let's get into the movie discussion of my eleven movies that I'm sure no one's heard of. Um, that's true. Yeah. Sounds about yeah. right. Do you feel like playing the music, Larry? Yeah, you know, I'm getting there. The numbers all go to eleven. What was that? Ziggy barking at the end of the song, Larry. Yeah, he's fucking, I don't know, somebody must have <laughs> blinked outside. He's very excited to get to 11. He's like, yeah, all right, 11. Yeah, he loves All right, it. Uh, is, there's no real theme this week that I could really notice. Hmm. It's bad. Maybe living out in the woods. Movies with a lot of dong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, but number 11, I got uh, John dies at the end. John dies at the end. Oh yeah, I've seen this. On, I've heard of not this. seen it, but I, I, I've seen it on Netflix and stuff. Yeah, well, I, I feel like it's on Netflix every streaming Netflix. service at all times. I see it everywhere. Yeah, I think it's on Hulu, yeah. and uh, at least that's where I watched it. And um, I, well, I should say I watched part of it because I gave up after about twenty minutes. I guess it's like a cult <laughs> movie, and 
uh, some people think it's hilariously funny and so cool and quirky, and I just found it annoying as all fuck. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess the premise is this dude, there's some drug that you can take and you have out-of-body experiences and stuff. And then uh, there's also an, an invasion of the planet going on behind this, but I don't know. It's, who cares? It's fucking stupid. I don't know if I get it wrong. <laughs> Pass on John dies at the end. Yeah. Will do. It'd been better if John died or anything. Avoided it this long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number ten. Bees make honey. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's this? This is on the Hulu's. Um, it's uh. It's a real peppy, energetic kind of film, so right away I didn't enjoy that. Uh, it's set in the 1930s, like 1934. Um, it's shot. Right. It, it's very uh, stylish in how it's shot and acted and everything. But here's the thing: style is only good if you don't notice it. And when it, when all you notice is the style, that's a problem. Mm. Um, it's true. But uh, it start. The lady who stars in it is really cute. Uh, Alice Eve is her name. And she does ah, a great yeah. job. The, the, oh, you know Alice Eve? I had never heard of her. Yeah, she was, uh, well, she was Typhoid Mary on uh, Iron Fist. No shit. Yeah. Um, she was also in that movie, She's All, uh, She's Out of Your League or Out of My League. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, so she does a really good, good job. And, and they try and make it like, because uh, she's got the, like, the short hair and kind of flapperish that they wear in the dress. But she, um, they they speak in that '30s patter, that kind of quick patter, you know, from the '30s movies. So okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, style. But the whole movie, the whole movie is just really annoying. Yeah. But the, the premise is that uh, she's a rich lady, and every year she holds this costume party on Halloween. And last year at the party, someone murdered her husband. So she's like, "Well, I'll, I want to throw the party again this year and invite everyone back, and then they're going to find, find the killers." That's the premise. <laughs> and uh, yeah, All right, that sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. And, um, <laughs> again, it's it's worth watching to see her because she's really good in it. But it's just annoying. It's annoying. And like the mystery and the plot of the mystery isn't that good. And like here's here's the deal, Larry. Okay, so you find out. Spoiler alert! You find out at the end that these three guys killed her husband because they want to get the rights to the property because. Uh, the one guy is like into the Nazis, and he wants to set up a, a bunk, like a, a headquarters for the Nazis. And they want to use this old mansion and the property as like the headquarters mm-hmm. for the Nazis here in the United States. So that's the premise. Mm-hmm. That's why they killed her husband. Yet they killed him one year ago. <laughs> so like, yep. it, so that whole year in between, they just did nothing. They're like, oh well. <laughs> We'll just, you know what? We'll wait till next year, and then we'll kill the wife, and then we'll get the. <laughs> They're nice Nazis. They were allowing her to grieve. <laughs> it's just so dumb. Um, but yeah, yeah, it seems like a flaw. It, it's it's very energetic, and there are some. There's a couple funny moments. Um, but where did the yeah. bees come in? <laughs> She's really into bees. Um, I, oh, I think her name might, her name is Honey. Uh, her first name is Honey. And, uh, she really likes bees. Like, for the costume party, she dresses as a bee. And then bees play a pivotal role at the end of the film. 
so. Ah. Look out, Macaulay Culkin. Any flabby, happy babbies? <laughs> uh, no. And I guess her. Br- the 30 I guess Halsey's brother wrote and directed it. Yes. Who? Halsey? <laughs> Alice Eve's brother wrote and directed Oh, I oh, I thought you said Halsey's brother. <laughs> I thought I heard that too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair enough. Um, all right, number nine. Factotum. Factotum. Hmm. Got nothing for you here. <laughs> wow. All right, I had to take a beverage. But uh, Factotum. It's a book by uh, Charles Bukowski. Oh, all right. And it's, it's like an auto, autobiographical novel that he wrote. And uh, so it's basically the life of Charles Bukowski. Bukowski bits and balls, you know. Damn, no damage I can read Bukowski. I understand. Not anymore. So uh, it stars Matt Dillon, though, as, uh, as the Charles Bukowski character. And that's a problem. Because, like, I like Matt well, like, Dillon. Matt Dillon does a really good yeah, Matt Dillon. He does a really good job in the movie, but like uh, Dillon's a really handsome fella, you know. So Charles Bukowski is <laughs> not a handsome fella, and it just seems like someone who looks like Matt Dillon's not going to have the problems that Charles Bukowski had. Is basically the problem. You know what I mean? You think Matt Dillon's a good-looking dude? Because I don't think Matt Dillon's a good-looking dude. I think it's pretty well established that Matt Dillon's a handsome man. In every every movie he's ever been in, he's played the role of handsome man. That's true. No. No. What about something about Mary? No. (laughs) I think that was a little different, but yeah, I don't know. All right, anyway. But the the point is, Matt Dillon Dillon was an actor, though. Nothing like yeah, he does a good job. It just seems weird seeing him playing Charles Bukowski, though. Like. Yeah, um, it also plays, but if you've uh, never seen Charles Billy... Bukowski, I'm sure it's great because I don't know what that guy looks like. Uh, well, you know what he doesn't. Look I'm like looking him Matt up now, Dillon. and yeah, he does not look <laughs> <laughs> like that at all. Like Paul Giamatti. If Paul Giamatti was playing this role, <laughs> yes. that great. I could see. You know, as yeah. soon as you said that, or the, about whoever Bukowski, played, I don't. What's that word? Well, what were you saying? I was going to say, as soon as you said this movie, I immediately thought, oh, I bet Paul Giamatti would be a good Charles Bukowski because he's he <laughs> out there. Yeah. yeah, he would have been great. Yeah. I would have believed it. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Um, Him or the Sasquatch from <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. But, uh, <laughs> the, the premise of the movie is basically Bukowski, you know, struggling writer. Uh, he's broke. Uh, he can't hold a job. So the whole movie is just him going from job to job and always getting fired and uh, and having these these uh, destructive relationships with women. Uh, his main girlfriend in the film is played is by that... uh, Lily Lily Taylor. Remember Lily? Is that her name? Lily Taylor. Hmm. Lily here. She was in all those independent films throughout the 90s and early 2000s. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a oh. famous movie she was in. But uh, you would know her, Jank. I'm sure you would. I think that's her name. Lily Taylor. I think that's her last name. Mm-hmm. No, I got it. Oh, okay. Lily Collins. 
right. does look f- somewhat familiar. I can't picture anything she's been in either. She was in uh, Six Feet Under, that... the TV show. Uh, she was on, like, one season of that, I think. Um, I never watched that. Uh, Bukowski, I'm assuming he said. Oh, she's the mom in uh, The Conjuring. Yeah, there you go. I never saw it. But... <laughs> well, add that to your list. Except people have heard of that I'm one. I'm trying to think of what other... Cause she's in a shit ton of like independent films in the... I'm trying to think what I had seen her in before, but going through her list. But anyways, I'm taking it Bukowski's dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did he commit suicide, or what happened with him? Uh, I think he was just old. Uh, he was a boozer his whole life, you know, so. Oh, like he lived a long really... life? I, I just assumed he was like a John Belushi type. Nah, he's pretty old. I don't know Based how on... old he was when he died. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, Does he tell anyone to scramble to at any point in this movie? Wait, what, what was that, Jack? <laughs> Does he tell anyone to go scramble to? <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he was 74. 74 when he died. Oh, okay. All he did was smoke and drink, so that's a hell of a run. Um, also, uh, yeah. Aunt May's in the movie as well. Aunt May. Which one? Marissa Tomei or that old <laughs> the hot yeah, one? old Biddy from No, Marissa Tomei's in the film. Yeah, and and you oh, get to see oh, her breast. She gets up. I was gonna say. Yeah. She might take it off. Lily Taylor gets Why couldn't she have taken it off during My Cousin Vinny? God damn she looked good in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. It's a fact totem. Oh, I enjoyed it. I mean if you like Bukowski, definitely give it a whirl. And uh, it's it's a good movie. Nothing spectacular, but solid. Thumbs up. The world. Back to them. Hmm. All right. Number eight. Get ready, Larry. Ginger snaps. Ginger snaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I oh, watched Jack, this you like ginger snaps? And it's great. Oh, shit. I unplugged the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all right. But, but Jack, do you love Ginger Snaps? Yeah, mostly because I love Catherine Isabel. She is just the best. She is. Is that the redhead? She is smoking hot. Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch anything that she's in. Like, how did you too. find out about her, Jank? Like, did you? Like, what do you? Uh, like, um, you know I think the, the first Snaps? time I'd ever seen her was probably Freddy vs. Jason. Um, she dies way too early in that movie, but she's, <laughs> she's in it for a little bit. Um, and then I've seen her in a couple of other things over the years. She was on that, uh, when they made Hannibal into a TV show, she was on like two seasons of that. I want to say popping up here and there. And she's been in a couple other movies. Um, American Mary, she, she was like the star in that one. That one was pretty good. Huh. Well, well, Larry, Ginger Snaps was your uh, idea. Why don't you explain to everybody what Ginger Snaps is about? Uh, two gothy, uh, moody, suicidal-type teens, quote-unquote. Uh, they're sisters <laughs> who uh, basically one of them gets attacked by a 
guess a werewolf, although it's bald as fuck. But uh, so then she starts turning into the werewolf, and she just starts fucking killing everybody. And the other sister's trying to save her, and you know that's basically what the movie's going. Yeah, this. Uh, I'm looking up this Catherine Isabel. She was born in '81, so that's yeah, she's old. Oh. Yeah, she was like twenty-five yeah. or thirty when she filmed that movie. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I, w- I didn't want to, you know, say I thought she was good looking when, you know, I thought she was like 12, but yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait, when did that movie come out? High. Wasn't it like early 2000s? Yeah, she was 19. I think it was 2000. Yeah. She was She's only about a year older than me. Oh, well. She's cute. Yeah. I like her. Big um, fan. Yeah, I'd never seen her or heard of her until this film. I guess it was a Canadian movie as well. It's made in Canada. Ginger snaps. Yeah, they say it. Yeah. And uh, we, we should point out, point out the uh, the title of the film, Ginger Snaps. It's because her character's name is Ginger, and she snaps. <laughs> oh, she definitely snaps. It was about she? cookie snaps. Had nothing to do with cookie. <laughs> snaps. The other thing that I, uh, surprised me, uh, her mom was played by Mimi Rogers. Remember, her? I used to like Mimi yeah. Rogers. Yeah. A, a little tight. Her mom's good for the limited time she's in there. She's kind of funny. You know what's weird is I want to say that literally I watched Ginger Snaps, and then I think the next day I was watching uh, the Larry Sanders show, and Mimi oh. Rogers was, was on it. <laughs> the episode <laughs> I was watching, I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hell. That is weird. <laughs> Synchronicity and all that. Um, all right, so yeah, Ginger Snaps. I enjoyed it. I thought it was. Uh, I thought the two girls do a really good job in it, and um, yeah, I mean it is what it is. It's not, you know, it's yeah, exactly. It is what it is. Yeah, it's nothing great, but as far it's as fun, teen though. horror movies go, it's decent. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> well, I guess we should say these girls, their sisters. Um, you got the redhead, who's the older sister, and then the the brunette, who's like super gothy. Um, she's a year <laughs> younger, but she skipped a grade in school, so they're in the same class. Because that confused me at first. I'm like, why are they in the same class? Because they're clearly yeah. not. The same. <laughs> then they explain it later on. That's how it works and, in um, Canada. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> um, they, so they were obsessed with death, and they're always taking pictures of themselves. They, they always plan to like kill themselves, and they're obsessed with death, and they they take pictures of them like killing themselves in different ways. And and the one way she's impaled on a fence. And the sister's taking her picture at the beginning of the film. She goes, I can see your gaunch. So that's what that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice quote. Yeah, There's another good quote, too, in this film. And I, 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 I don't think I wrote it down. I wish I did. Um, it was later in the film. I can't remember what it was. Anyway. Uh, but also, the thing that <laughs> – there's a – a field hockey game because anytime there's a girl movie about girls in high school, there's got to be a field hockey scene at some point. And uh, <laughs> they're they're playing field hockey, and this one mean girl is beating up the little girl, uh, the the brunette, and she like cross checks her down right into a dead dismembered dog. Like so, no one noticed. <laughs> yeah. Like they're playing this game. Nobody no noticed one notices that. this dismembered dog right on the field. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird too. Nobody seemed to notice the dog. You guys are so into this game. <laughs> They're ridiculous. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it is what it is. The ginger snaps. Now, Larry, have you seen the other ginger snap movies? Because there's like 30 of them, I guess. I don't know. 
<laughs> no, uh, this is the first time uh, I even watched Ginger Snaps. I, it's a, it's another one of those culty movies. Like I've heard about it for many years, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, "Ah, it's so great," and it's all right. I mean, I you know I didn't dislike it. It's fine, but uh, no, I don't know if I'll watch the sequels. I think the redhead's in the second. I would one, watch them. I if... think that's it for her. Yeah, oh, I would watch them if uh, they were streaming for free. But I think you have to rent those. Uh, I think they're on Prime. Really? Last I checked, they weren't, but maybe they are now. Well, cause, well I'll have to look, but I mean, that's where I watched Ginger Snaps. Uh, I watched yeah, that on me too. Prime, so. And then I think I tried looking because, at those up and it said. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, I just saw customers also yeah. watched and it had like the other ones underneath. Yeah, but if you pay for it, maybe not. Oh, yeah, wait, Ginger Snaps no 2 is on Tubi. Oh, Tubi. oh, Tubi TV, yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's cool. another film on Tubi, Larry, that we might want to check out. Um, it's called You You Can't Kill Stephen King. And I guess it's like <laughs> a, a, a terrible like horror kind of thing. Um, I saw, so we might want to get a world. Maybe me, you, and Miles Watson can watch that and discuss that at some point. You can't kill Stephen King. Yeah. I think Jenks saw that at the theater twice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that right, got the theatrical release. <laughs> They're like, nope. That's, uh, that's the ginger snaps. Uh, number seven, Prince Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. What? <laughs> Wait, before we get avalanched up, uh, so... Is that a werewolf? Like I know at the end she turns real werewolfy, but there's no hair or anything. <laughs> but when she it was like turning a... into one, she got a hairy chest. Remember that? Yeah, there's a good line there. But <laughs> yeah. I, I can't remember the line where they're in the bathroom stall. But uh, she just looks like Mr. Bigglesworth or whatever. But yet very werewolfy <laughs> in in features. <laughs> Maybe like so do, alopecia. Do think those are werewolves? Are they just some sort of mutant creature? I think I'm it was definitely a werewolf. werewolf. Yeah, because they were talking right. a lot about because isn't the medicine don't isn't the medicine somehow related to like curing werewolves? Or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. It had like silver in it. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's they're werewolves, but just uh, yeah. Know, <laughs> That's what the budget could afford. Or maybe because right, she like so shaved Adelaide. herself so much, like <laughs> she, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, um, number seven, Prince Avalanche. Prince Avalanche. Prince Avalanche. Jank? Nope. nope. All right, this is uh, Paul Rudd and Emil Hirsch. Um, set in nineteen eighty eight after a bunch of like uh forest fires out somewhere, I guess California, I don't know. But they're part of a road crew, so their job is to go and, like, they're rebuilding these roads so that they got to paint the yellow lines on the roads. So it's just the two of them out there together. And, uh, and Oh, maybe I had heard something about this. Is this a movie where, Earth like, he's like, like a scene about farts? He's like, really, farts? Um, yeah, but that's not, like, a big moment or anything. It's just a kind of oh. <laughs> thing. It's not like a Blazing Saddle situation or anything. Um but uh, Paul Rudd is dating Emil Hirsch's sister. Like uh, he, 
or engaged or whatever. And um, so he got here, Emil Hirsch the job because he's kind of like a fuck up, and she thought it might be good for him to have a job and everything. Um, so that, yeah, they just spend their summer together out in the wilderness, and uh, on weekends they can go into town and shit. But uh, Paul Rudd doesn't; he just stays out on his own and stuff. And um, turns out. Uh, his girlfriend then sends him a letter and she's breaking up with him and that kind of thing. And, and then Emil Hirsch is having lady troubles as well. Um, it's, it's a good quiet little movie. Is it a comedy? Um, yeah, there's <laughs> some funny stuff in it. Um, it's just a nice little movie. It's nothing spectacular or anything, but it's good. Like It's pleasant, I guess would be the way to describe it. <laughs> I like Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's always good. And, um, he doesn't turn yeah. into Ant Man or Emil Hirsch is kind of Emil Hirsch is good. Yeah, they both do really good jobs in it, so it's worth a watch. Prince Avalanche. Jake, where do you change your life? Jake, where do you rank on Speed Racer? I never saw it. Did not look oh. appealing. <laughs> oh, you know what looked appealing? Christina Ricci and that little haircut. That looked. Mm. Oh my God. It's true. I gotta tell you this, Jake. <laughs> Speed Racer is awesome. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen it. I love it. I really do. Hmm. Especially if, if you were a fan of the cartoon, it's awesome. But, I mean, if you got Christina reaching a little haircut and a chimp, oh. it should be right up my alley. <laughs> so. She True. is so fucking hot in that movie. Good God. Uh, here you mm-hmm. All right, uh, number six. Colette, Colette, Colette. Now, Larry, you're big. You're big into literature, so I'm sure you immediately know that that title <laughs> is in reference to that French lady author from Les Mis, lady, uh, early 1900s. Colette. Ah, oh, I thought this was a Les Mis reference. No, no. All right. Um, but I'm it out. stars my girl uh, Kira Knightley as Colette. Two, yeah. four, <laughs> six, oh, one. And it also stars uh, Jimmy McNulty from The Wire. Is that fella? Mm. Uh, Must be boring. Uh, Don West. That's a good name. Yeah, Dominic West. Yeah, I think that's Um, So Colette, uh, like I said, she's a a French uh, author, but uh, her husband is a real famous author, and they got married, and he's older than her. And um, he, he starts to run into some trouble. Financially, and those books aren't Is selling. French, and he, yes, yeah, French. It's not in French, but they were French. Um, oh, okay. So uh, right. he uh, he has a lot of ghostwriters writing for him, and so but they're on rough times. So like, hey, he gets Coletti. He's like, hey, why don't you just tell those stories, you know, about your hometown? Just write those out, and we'll try and sell those. So they do, and they become real successful. And but everyone gives him the credit for it, even though she's the one writing the books, and you know, it goes from there. But Colette was uh, she's very uh, uh, provocative, Larry, in terms of her sexuality for that day. She uh, mm. she liked to have the sex with the ladies, you know. Oh, was, I thought maybe like mm. her her hem was above her ankle. <laughs> <laughs> so so you get to see uh, Keira Knightley making sweet sweet love to a lady and stuff. So uh, there you go, Colette. It's just a really, it's yeah, a really good movie. Yeah, but it's all hairy and shit down there. Like, who, yeah, <laughs> calm down. But it's a, it's a good movie in terms of acting and writing. It just, you know, it's well produced. It's just a solid film all around. Uh, so if you like, 
you know, literature like Larry. I'm out. Give it a whirl. Colette. Listen, I'm not the only person in the world that doesn't get into literature. Nobody <laughs> fucking reads anymore, man. Nobody's like, oh, man, Moby Dick, it's great. Like, nobody says that anymore. A hundred years ago, sure. I've actually said that at least now. three times this week. Three times this week I've said well, that. Moby Dick, it's great. That's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta um, come outside, man. You gotta walk outside. Number five. This is where we get to the Colin Farrell portion of the list. Intermission. Ugh. Intermission. Mm. I wish you would take an intermission from Colin Farrell movies. I know that much. <laughs> Jack, going all over there. I'm, I think you did watch his sex. Uh, what was the movie? Intermission. Intermission? Intermission. No. It's an early film in his career. It's, uh, it's uh, set in Ireland. I guess it's an Irish film made in Ireland and by Irish people. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it also stars, uh, what's that fella? Killian Murphy? Is that his name? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And Scarecrow? Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay, I forgot about that. And, um, it stars Kelly McDonald, who you remember as uh, the widow of Margaret. What's her on Boardwalk Empire? Schroeder. Her name. Yeah. Schroeder. Yeah. Yeah. So I like her a lot. So it's worth to see her. Um, yeah. Basically, there's no real plot to this film at the start. Like you really don't get a plot <laughs> to about the final thirty minutes. So that's you know worrisome. But it's just a. Uh, it just looks at all these different people in Ireland, and it follows their stories, and then their stories eventually converge, and in interesting ways. But it's a good movie. It's just uh, it's a character study. But if you want a plot, you're not going to like it. <laughs> but if you it's just <laughs> one of those little character studies of different people around a town, um, and Colin Farrell plays like a criminal, a bad guy, and. Uh, that Killy Murphy was dating Kelly McDonald, and she broke up with him to start dating some older fella, and uh, and he wants to get her back, and eventually they they have, they concoct the scheme because the guy works at a bank, so they concoct the scheme to kidnap Kelly McDonald and get money out of the guy, and uh, things go awry with Ellie. Hmm. But again, that doesn't happen until like the final thirty minutes of the film. All right, yeah, yes, what? <clears throat> Do you think Colin Farrell or Oscar will put the PFA out against you first? <laughs> uh, since we've been doing these lists, I how many is that? Four Colin Farrell movies? At least four or five. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody should ever. Colin Farrell's pretty great. Colin Farrell movies. What? Yeah, he's pretty he's good. A good actor. He's good in this one. Too. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty solid. What's he good in? I've never, I've never seen anything Colin Farrell's been in. I'm like, man, he was good in it. The Lobster, Killing of a Sacred Deer, mm-hmm. Intermission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what was See, the other I didn't one? Any of those? Because Colin Farrell's in them. <laughs> <laughs> that could be why. All right, yeah. um, number four. This is on Netflix. I don't know if this was a Netflix original. I never heard of this film, but it's called The Sisters Brothers. The Sisters Brothers. Oh, God. I saw that in the theater last year. 
Oh, you saw it. It was in the theaters. <laughs> yeah, um, very stars, short run, uh, but. John C. Riley and uh, Joaquin Phoenix, right? Is there, They're the sisters' brothers. And yeah. then uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is a, a private detective. Um, but uh, I guess it's it's kind of like a Western because it's set back in the olden days. And uh, the sisters' brothers are Western. outlaws. Yeah, it's not really a Western. Uh, they're like outlaws and stuff. And uh, they're hired by some rich dude to kill a guy. And uh, what's that, Larry? Um, I'm talking to the damn dog. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so uh, who's, uh, Gyllenhaal plays a detective who's supposed to find the guy and bring him to the Sisters Brothers, and they'll kill him. But when he he finds the fella, this fella's got he's like a chemist, and he found some solution that'll help you find gold in a river. It'll it'll make the gold illuminate on the river base, and, and you can you know get the gold. So uh, yeah. Gyllenhaal and him start talking. They become buddies, and they're like, all right, we'll go into business together. So they go off on their own. Now the sisters' brothers are trying to find them both uh, to get them both. And then when the sisters' brothers meet up, they all become friends. <laughs> they all become friends. <laughs> so Jack, you do not like the sisters' brothers? No, not a comedy. The trailers tried to make it look like it was a comedy. Uh, when I got there, there was no comedy to be had. <laughs> so, so is that why you didn't like it? You were like, uh, failed expectations? Because I, I had no ex- well, expectations going into it, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. Well, I didn't even think it was going to be like, oh, you know, an uproariously type of, you know, comedy. But, you know, I thought it was somewhat of a comedic movie, and it was not – uh, but beyond that, I would say for the first three quarters of the movie, nothing happens. <laughs> um, and then the yeah. last like quarters, things get somewhat interesting, but really it's just a lot of, Hey, let's ride and go try to find these guys. And not really much yeah. is happening of any interest. Yeah. That's a, that's like a valid forgiven. It, it's not, it's not exactly thrilling. I'll say that, but I thought it was well done. I liked, uh, I thought the actors did a good job, and but yeah, it's not like spectacular. I give it like a six, you know. But um, I enjoy it though. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not too big of a western guy, so it, it's got to kind of be something special to to win me over. And uh, this this definitely was not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was not something special, but um, I thought it was. Okay, though. I didn't mind it. Um, all right. Now, the, these top three movies I all really liked. All right. So, here we go. Number three, Lars and the Real Girl. Lars and the Real Girl. Uh-uh. I've seen some of this. Starring I've heard Ryan lots of good Goff. things. As Lars. Why have you only seen some of it, Larry? You didn't like it? I think it was one of those, like, I... I I just turned the TV on and it was already three quarters of the way through, and I just had it on for you know twenty minutes just to see what it was like. Well, <clears throat> Ryan Gosling plays uh, Lars, and uh, he's a real quiet, humble little fella who uh, lives in the garage, separated garage from his brother and his uh, wife, and because uh, they grew up, uh, their mom died when they were young. And then their dad got super depressed, so the older brother like just left, but the younger brother Lars stayed with his dad, 
and so he's now kind of depressed and miserable and doesn't like being around anybody. So uh, everyone's <laughs> trying to set him up with ladies. Sounds familiar, huh? Yeah, everyone's trying to set him up with ladies, <laughs> and he doesn't want to have anything to do with the ladies because, uh, you know, he's just shy and quiet. But here one day, he comes home, uh, he orders a lady off the Internet, a sex doll, and yeah. her name's Bianca, and he just brings Bianca he brings Bianca everywhere he goes, and that's his girlfriend, and <laughs> everyone's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with Lars, if uh, Lars is just super crazy. So they take him to a doctor, and uh, the, the doctor says, you know, just just play into it, just let him, uh, just go along with it. Just, so everyone's humoring Lars and Bianca, and um, it, the whole they live in a small town as well, and so and everyone in the town likes Lars because he's a really good guy, so. They just play along with it. And here's the thing, that Bianca becomes like a rock star in the town. Everybody loves Bianca. <laughs> like Bianca, starts, <laughs> she starts getting really involved in the community. <laughs> like she's, she's volunteering places several times throughout the week. And, and Lars starts to get mad because <laughs> his girlfriend has like an active social life and he doesn't. I don't know, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty awesome. I don't know, this movie's really good. It's just a quiet, sweet little movie. But uh, it's really good. I enjoyed it. And uh, and yeah, the whole time I'm thinking, wow, this could be one nine in the real girl. <laughs> you could really just tell yeah. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but his sex Someday. doll is like one of those. I think they're called real dolls. Yes. Yeah. You know, it looks very lifelike. It's not that plastic thing with the mouth agape. It's not yeah. one of those. Keep in mind, Larry, this, this movie was made back in like 2007. Just imagine where the technology is these days. The real sex doll. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I saw a little bit of this. I I thought it was cool what I saw, and I like Ryan Gosling. I just never ended up watching it start to finish. Yeah, I, I give it a uh, you know big thumbs up, um, a solid eight at least. Um, and I I really like the uh, lady that plays the brother's wife. Uh, I like her. I can't think of her name. What's her name? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> she was in another movie. <clears throat> oh, she's in some movie called The Party that I'm going to watch next week, probably. Just because she. Uh oh, so I see out. the theme. It's this lady. <laughs> Wait, what? The, the theme next week will be whoever this lady uh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, yes, the theme will be this lady. Is her name Karen? The theme was almost. Uh, the theme was almost Alice Eve, Jank, because uh, I guess. I was going to watch some movie called, uh, uh, fuck, what's it called? It's got that Dakota Fanning or her sister in it. or um, Oh, one of the Fannings, Elle Fanning? Yeah, Elle Fanning. And she's like, has, she has like autism or something, and she's trying to sell a Star Trek script somewhere or something. And, um, <laughs> I've never heard of that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck, can't remember what it's called. But I, I, I didn't watch it. Because I saw Patton Oswalt. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to watch it. <laughs> is is the lady's name in Lars and the Real Girl? Is it uh, Karen? Yes. Okay, so that's Emily Mortimer. I'm trying to see. <laughs> yeah, so you oh, know her it's a household that's name. Familiar, yeah. Emily Mortimer. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be trying to watch more films with Emily Mortimer next week. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> 
All right, number two. She's on 30 Rock for a little while. Yeah, what was she on 30 Rock? Oh, yeah. She played Phoebe, somebody named Phoebe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was uh, um, Jack Donahue's, uh, like, fiancé for a while. She had hollow bones like a bird. (laughs) (laughs) I love that lady. Yeah, I didn't really know that. Oh, that show was the best. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, but now I can't watch it anymore because it's ruined. All right, uh, number two. <laughs> Leave no trace. Leave no trace. Uh, this is about a uh, Iraqi war veteran who comes home and his wife's dead, and uh, he he has to take care of their thirteen year old daughter. So they just uh, hit, but he has post traumatic stress disorder, and he he doesn't like being around people. So they just live out in the woods, and uh, yeah. they're living on like a. Uh, they're living out in a national park, and the the authorities finally catch up to them, and they you know, have to kick them out, you know. But they they try and help them and find them a place to live, and uh, but he just really can't adjust to being around people and living a normal life. So they get the daughter starting to like being around people. So there's a conflict there, but it's it's a really solid movie. <clears throat> but again, it's, it's nothing exciting or thrilling or you know, but it's just really well done and. Um, so give it a nine out of yeah, ten. Yeah, I know really. this movie. Really good. It was like there was talk uh, about ben it. I Foster, remember like, when it came out. Yeah, who's who's Ben Foster, Jack? That's the main guy. But what is he famous for? Or anything? Um, he was in uh, Hell or High Water. He was like the crazy brother. Oh yeah, yeah. He, is he the brother? The one brother? Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, it's just a really solid film. Just quiet, simple movie. But uh, if you like mo- like legit movies, like this is a legit movie. <laughs> so you can give it a whirl. <laughs> Leave no trace. Okay. Um, number one. Where's that one streaming at? Um, very good question. Might be Amazon Prime. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's on Amazon Prime. I think it's one of their movies. Oh. Like they made it, you mean? Or? Yeah, like that, the one Manchester by the Sea is an Amazon movie. Uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Florida Project, I think, is one of their movies. Oh, how about that? So they, yeah, they make like decent movies, on, or at least I don't know. They're the production company, whatever the fucking thing is. But they, you know, they usually get the exclusive rights to those movies. All right, fair enough. Yeah. All right, uh, number one, Hunt for the Wilder People. Hunt for mm. the Wilder People. Is Emil Hirsch in this? Nothing? No. <laughs> I've heard of no. this. I've I have heard uh, of this. Is this, this the one with the uh, the kid from Deadpool 2? The big fat New Zealander too, kid? But there is a kid in it, and he's uh, it's set in New Zealand. So yep, does that kid in Deadpool 2 look like he could be from New Zealand? He's a, is he a heavy <laughs> he, oh, he definitely was from New Zealand. He's uh, yeah. very heavy. Yes, yes, I'm sure it's the same kid. Yeah, um, yeah so he plays a uh, foster kid. Who uh, is in trouble, you know, um, you know, kick kick stuff like graffiti, stealing stuff, sp- spitting, 
is one of the things that he's, he's been charged with. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, he, uh, a new foster family's taking him in. It's this lady and her husband. They live out like in the outback kind of New Zealand. No one around them on a farm. And uh, the lady's really sweet, and she takes him in, and, and they start to bond. Uh, but the old guy's kind of crotchety, and he doesn't really care for him too much. But uh, he's really getting close with this lady, and then here the lady dies. So uh, the, the foster people say, well, child welfare says, well, we can't leave you here with just the fella. Uh, so they want to come and take him back, and he doesn't want to go back to the foster system. He wants to stay with the fella. and But the fella can't really, you know, he's not going to put up a fight because what the fuck, he doesn't care. <laughs> uh, so the kid fakes his own death. He uh, burns down a barn, and he goes out to live on the outback with his dog, Tupac. <laughs> and uh, and the old guy goes to look for him. And But when the uh, child welfare show up, they, they think the old guy kidnapped the kid. So there's a big manhunt out for him. And they spend like six months out in the uh, wilderness trying to evade people. And uh, because also they run into some farmer, like uh, some hunters, and uh, through through some uh, accidental, poorly chosen phrasing, it sounds like the guy's a pervert and he's molesting the kid. But because uh, <laughs> the, the kid was telling them things, and but he it, what he was saying was completely innocent. But the way he said it made it sound like the old guy was screwing him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now there's a the manhunt intensifies because they think he's a pervert too. So uh, and it's just the, the the old man and the kid bonding as they're trying to evade the authorities and stuff. And but it's just a really good movie. And uh, it, it, Larry it reminds me of those movies you'd see when you're a kid that tries to teach you like the important things in life. And they have like you know, yeah, I can't I can't point to those smiles. movies right now. <laughs> I, I don't I don't never heard of that. I don't know. But um, oh, okay. <laughs> it's just a really good movie um, in terms of like wholesome family entertainment. Although there's some really fucked up things in the movie. In terms, like you get to see like a boar slaughtered <laughs> by hand and um, Aww, there's an old yeller no. moment. There's an old yeller moment where they got to put a dog down. So I don't know if you, you want to see that, but um, it's still it's a really good movie out. and it's funny as well. There's a lot of humor in it. Um, so yeah, yeah, hunt for the wilder people. I'd give it a whirl. Again, nine out of 10 hunt for the wilder people. Huh. Interesting. It's pretty high. Yeah, because it's just like a really a good wholesome movie, you know. <laughs> it's got Sam Neill in it. Everybody likes Sam Neill. Oh, Reese Darby is in he it the old now. guy. Who is? Yeah, he's the old guy. Reese Darby. Um, I have no idea who that is. From uh, he was Murray on Flight of the Concords. You know their manager. Really? So he, he's the yeah. guy that wrecked. And I didn't even recognize him. I guess he played <laughs> Psycho Sam. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they encounter this guy who yeah. who also lives in the woods, and his name is Psycho Sam, and he takes him in. Yeah, that makes sense. Is he hilarious in that movie? Because that guy is super funny. Yeah, he's only he's not in it a lot. He's in it maybe like five ten minutes, but yeah, he's funny when he's in there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's a good dude. There you go. Guy. So yeah. I would I would definitely recommend Hunt for the Wilder People, Leave No Trace, and Lars and the Real Girl. Three very good movies. So. Hmm. Hmm. That's good. Give those a chance. All right. Larry, you saw some movies. Yeah, I probably watched 
I saw a couple movies. Um, I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah. Did it have enough gay you know, stuff for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it did not. <clears throat> was was that Tuppy that reviewed it on this show, or was yes. that Jank? Was that yeah? Bring, bring is Tuppy yeah, still on the line? Is Tuppy no, still I'm here? sure. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I'm playing golf. Tuppy. Flash. Um. Tuppy. Hello. Hey, Tuppy. What's we're going to talk man? Bohemian Rhapsody because uh, when this movie came out, you you were immortalized with the famous quote: uh, "There's not a lot of gay stuff." I think. Yeah. Or it needs more gay. Stuff. Needs more gay stuff, right? What was it? <laughs> Not gay enough or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think that was a Norm MacDonald um, weekend update joke. Oh, oh, okay. I don't I don't even remember. I don't remember. Weekend update? He hasn't been on that show in like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, but I'm watching Norm MacDonald uh, compilation <laughs> videos on YouTube lately, so. All right. Yeah, I see. Good. All right. So, so Larry. Uh-oh. Well, first of all, Tuffy, let me just say I'm, I'm glad you're to know you're alive and kicking because uh, I noticed you you were nowhere near the top of the lockbox this, and I was worried. I, was I almost <laughs> tweeted you when I saw you weren't there. I was like, I oh, something's wrong. I know. What's wrong with Tuffy? Uh, Is Tuffy okay? So thank God. No, I went to go. Tuffy. Yeah, I went to go see a concert Wednesday night. So. What? Was it Kenny Chesney yeah. again? No, not <laughs> Kenny Chesney. Well, who was, who it, was it? Churches. Uh, I'm sorry. What they spelled? <laughs> you with a? Do they spell churches with a V? Yes. Huh. Did you say yes? Yes. 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 Okay, so they're like a heavy metal band, right? No, it's like electronic rock. I know I've seen that name, but I I, I don't know who the fuck they are. Is there any girls? They've been in the news recently. Uh, Yeah, the lead singer's a lady. Oh, okay. They've been in the news uh... (laughs) the last, like, week because uh, they recently did a collaboration with some other guy who then did a collaboration with Chris Brown, and they said, oh, it's too bad we did a song with you because you like working with, like, serial uh, domestic violence abuser people. And then Chris Brown fans like threatened to rape and murder them. America. Right. Yeah. That'll show people they had you wrong. <laughs> so uh did you go with Molly? No, by myself. I went down to St. Louis for it. Are they Irish? Are they uh, are they European Scottish. or something? Scottish. Okay. Yeah, I Scottish think I saw them in Entertainment hot. Weekly or something. Yeah. Scottish lady, that's yeah. pretty hot. Yeah, she's pretty good looking. Um, but uh, so you went to St. Louis by yourself. St. Louis. Yeah. That's like an hour and a half away from Springfield. Holy hell, that's a that's quite the effort to see churches with a V. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I figured I'd leave the house for once and uh, see what happens. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> that, now, Tuffy, when you left the house. And uh, you went to the concert, and then you came back home. When you got back home, did you think, "Wow, that was worth it," or what the fuck was I thinking? Well, yeah, it was. It was good. Yeah, you know, it was nice to get out for the first time in a couple of years. <laughs> you went to Kenny Chesney. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I went to Ozzy last year, too. Holy hell, good Lord. You need help. <laughs> I make uh, yeah. I make Tuppy look like a Kardashian. He's always on. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. Jet setting and stuff. Well, that was after uh, Tuesday I was sick, but like I had work stuff that yeah. I couldn't call off sick, so I had to go to work, and then I got home at 5 o'clock and just like went to bed for 12 hours. So. Yeah, I had a cold. I'm way behind on TV this week, too. Uh-uh. Oh, hey, speaking of TV, I don't want to break, give away uh, Game of Thrones, but it was boring. Well, I watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> and, uh, I didn't think it was boring. But but I'm into season three now. A casual. It is still spectacular. Still so good. But in season two, uh, Pete Campbell shows up uh, from Mad Men, and also oh, right. uh, Jenny from the League is now a regular. Jenny. I love Jenny from the League. Is that Pete's wife? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, Pete's real life wife, not on the show though. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw uh, Fleabag starts May 17th, right now. Ooh. Look out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get get the Vaseline ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, Larry, uh, let's get back to Bohemian Rhapsody. Was was there enough gay stuff? Yeah. In Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, there's no gay stuff really in the movie. A little, <laughs> little bit, like a little flirting with a waiter or something, but not too much. Um, like that Rainy Malik guy is really good. He does a good job with Freddie Mercury, but the movie is so poorly paced. It it it, it just <laughs> makes no sense because. Um, I don't I see I, I think I remember Tuffy saying things similar to this, but um early in the movie, you know, Freddie Mercury decides I wanna be in a band and shit. So he ends up meeting Brian May and the the drummer, I think. They're in another band and they just fought with their lead singer. So he's like, Oh, we should form a band and literally ten minutes later in the movie they're already world touring. <laughs> like it, it moves that fast. <laughs> And then, there's, like, it falls into a lot of those, like, uh, you know, typical movie cliches where there's one scene where um, Freddie Mercury's all fucking divot out, and he's like, I should, we should just break up. This ain't about, you know, we ain't doing anything special anymore anyways. Meanwhile, like, while he's arguing with the band, like, the bassist is just kind of sitting in the corner, like, strumming, you know, another one bites the dust on on the guitar or on his bass or whatever, and they're all like, what? And then all of a sudden, hey, we're back together again, another hit record and shit. And so they get to the fucking end, and, you know, the whole the whole buildup is like, you know, they decide like, okay, we'll get back together. We're, you know, we're, we're queen and all that shit. So they want them to do Live Aid, and, and they, you know, they keep making this thing that, Everybody only gets 20 minutes. Everybody only gets 20 minutes at Live Aid, so you got to do your set. So they get to Live Aid, and they do all fucking 20 minutes. He lip syncs for 20 <laughs> minutes at the end of the fucking movie, and I'm thinking, you could have done maybe three minutes and give me 17 more minutes of backstory and shit I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with Queen, and this is where I think they don't understand. If you were a Queen fan... 
chances are you're older like me and you, Mike Dowling shit. And here's the problem. <laughs> we watched Live Aid because there wasn't anything else to fucking do that day. And I remember back then when Live Aid came on and Queen came out, I was like, oh, man, fucking Queen. Nobody gives a fuck. But here's the thing. like, We all saw that already, so I don't need to see some actor lip-syncing Freddie Mercury for 20 minutes at the end. Ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, I can't argue with any of that. It's a fine movie. Like it's, it's good enough. But you know, and you know that Malik guy's really good. But I don't know. It's no the dirt. I can tell you that much. At least that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) I know at one point, like I turned to Nick, I'm like, man, Freddie Mercury was a fucking dick. Like I always thought he was like a down to earth kind of good guy, but no, he was just he seemed like a typical you know fucking prima donna asshole. Like what? Was, yeah, there's no Here's what I never stuff. understood about Queen. So was everybody in Queen gay? No, I don't think so. Just what him. Did they named their band Queen. I think uh, Freddie was sort of the artistic director of the band, like in terms of the art and the image of it. They but do why did everyone else say yeah? Let's name our band Queen. Why they picked Queen? And I can't, <laughs> I can't remember what he said. Because yeah, it's something about like because it's like Myers. a regal name and yeah, because like, you know it's like a yeah. royal sounding name and you know it makes it sound powerful or something. I don't remember. No, it really doesn't. How it about this, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Well, Queen didn't mean gay back then, though. I think yeah. Queen became <laughs> a gay term because of the band Queen. <laughs> really. Hmm. I think they're so, also yeah. in England. That's yeah, they're also in England where they have a queen, and like royalty was more yeah, of a again, thing. Yeah, again, but still. the fact like you're picking queen instead of king or you know duke <laughs> or something, which is, <laughs> it's very effeminate. No matter no, how you put it, name very, you get this out, There's a scene in the movie. Well, there, there, like Mike Myers plays like the the head of whatever the record company oh, is on. I don't remember. So he plays the the record company, uh, like the head honcho guy. So they're in there pitching the new album in which they, they have the song Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Mike Myers. So there's oh, actually a sure. line in the movie where Mike Myers says, teenagers will not sit in their car and headbang to this song. <laughs> wink, wink. I'm like, come on, man. That's so fucking tacky. It was. Part of the... Yeah, part of like the backstory with that was because Mike Myers, when he was on like the you know late night shows when this was coming out, he was saying, you know, when we did Wayne's World, I said, oh, it has to be Queen because that was the, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody was a song that me and my friends would ride around and listen to, and the guy was like, no, it should be like Guns and Roses because that's real popular now or whatever, and he had to like fight to get that yeah. in the movie. Huh. Well, so lucky for him, it worked because that seems great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was never. Yeah. I was never a fan of the Queen, but uh, Larry, when we were little, though, another one bites the dust was just, and we are the champions. Like, you know, late 70s, yeah. early 80s. That was played all the time. Right? I hear you. I like Queen. Yeah, yeah Queen's great. Good stuff. Um, I also saw um, Escape Room. I'm sure, I know Mike Dell didn't. Oh, God. Oh, no, but Jay, I saw did it you see Escape Room? Sure did. <laughs> no. You didn't like it? No, it was pretty bad. Mm. Uh, especially the way they laid it yeah, out, I, where 
they basically start the movie out with only one person left. So basically the end of the movie. <laughs> so you kind of know what happens to everybody yeah. else. So why am I watching this movie? You completely spoiled it for us. Well, you're watching it for the sequel. That's what you're watching. <laughs> um, uh, the sequel that they spent know, like 10 minutes of this movie setting up for at the end. I was yeah, like, is this thing over yet? Do. And like, then, the nope, just kept going. The movie is literally setting up the next movie. <laughs> but, yep. Um, it stars uh, Karen Page. She's in that movie. She, you know, oh. I guess she's the star. I don't know. She's one of the main people. Yeah. But, uh, and it's basically and again, like, show, like when they, besides showing that one person was left at the end, they also spend a, a long time showing three of the six characters, and then the other three are just kind of sitting there at the beginning, or just kind of show up at the last second. So it's like, huh? I wonder which yeah. ones are important and are going to stick around longer. <laughs> <laughs> they telegraph like everything. Trek. Like in Star Trek when they got the red shirts on, you know they've got the yeah. red shirt teaser done. Hey, uh, Karen Page, her real name is that is that Deborah Ann Wolf? Is that what her real name is? Uh, Wool, I think. W O H L. I thought it was Wolf. I think it's Wool. No, it's Wool. Wow. I think I liked her better when I thought her name was Wolf. Um. <laughs> I fucked this shit out of her. But anyways. <laughs> See, for me, I, I you know, he, the premise is they're in an escape room. They think they're going to have, like, you know, a good time. Oh, we got to figure out where the key is so we can unlock the door. But, you know, they get trapped in there, and it's kind of like a Saw type of situation where, you know, now the room's literally trying to kill them, and when they get to the next room, that room's trying to kill them in a different way. And, and you know, each room by room, we lose one person. But here's the thing, you know, here's the thing I liked about it is that, Unlike all these saws, you know, especially after the first one, you know, once you get like into four and five, they're just Eli Roth gore fest types. Whereas this <laughs> escape room, not too much gore in it, not, not a lot of blood or anything. It's more like a suspenseful type of horror, which I I kind of like found refreshing because everybody just wants to like cut eyes out with scalpels and shit like that. And, you know, I don't want to <laughs> see shit like that. So I didn't mind this movie. I'm not saying it's great. It's not great by any stretch. But as far as, once again, a teen horror, it's fine. I, I didn't dislike it. It's good enough. Yeah, I mean, if it would have... <laughs> yeah. Like I said, the way that they laid everything out just really kind of defeated the whole purpose for me. Um, yeah. And then the one girl, like, somehow outsmarts them by not even using the gas mask because <laughs> she passed out before yeah, she yeah. ever got to it. I, I don't understand what happened there. Because <laughs> yeah. she knew... Because there was... Somebody said something about... There was a clue about you got to find a different route. And then she's like, oh, well, I can't just go room to room because that's what they expect. So I'm just going to breathe all this poisonous gas and then just kick the door open or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. But I, I don't know. It was How did fine. she just survive that? I, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the escape room, you know. It's, it's it was another one of those things where also the uh, the trailer, I feel like, gives away a lot of the rooms. <laughs> so even that, you're like, well, I know how they get out of this one because they showed it in the trailer. 
Yeah, see, I didn't watch the trailer. I just saw it at Redbox, and then I saw it was on Rotten Tomatoes at like 42% or something. I'm like, all right, I'll try it. <laughs> so I didn't yeah, I mean, there's the worse things out there, but it's definitely not not good. <laughs> oh, it's not great. No, no, it's not. It's not great. Um, oh, you know what else I got this weekend? I ordered uh you're going to love this, Mike Dell. I got uh, How Green Is My Valley on DVD because, you know, <laughs> I really want to watch it again. And if you want to get it on Comcast, I think it's like 14 bucks. And I was like, I'm not. So I paid 10 bucks and got it. <laughs> but here's the thing. So I bought it on eBay, you know, off of, I guess, a private seller or whatever. So when it came in the mail the other day, you know, like, you know how typically they have the yellow – bubbly bags, you know, it looks like a manila envelope with, like, the the bubbles inside. <clears throat> it was like that, but it was bright purple, and I was like, wow, look at this, bright purple, like, really spicing <laughs> shit up. So I opened, the, uh, I opened the envelope up, and I pull out the DVD. It's fucking gift-wrapped. Like, it looked like a Christmas present. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Wow. I don't know. Nice. I just thought that was odd that, that they wrapped it like it was going to be a gift for somebody. I didn't ask for gift wrapping. I don't know <laughs> if you can do that on eBay. Classy, though. That's all. I haven't watched it yet. I'm gonna, I am gonna. was saving it for this weekend. I almost put it in today, and I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to save it for when I can really pay attention. I love me yeah, some, some Roddy McDowell. You know that. Yeah, I'll be, <laughs> I've never seen I, it. I, I love that movie. I don't know why. It's just so good. Well, it's Best Picture 1941. I'm not the only one that likes it. <laughs> mm. I'm not the only one, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, tough, hey, Tuffy, I guess you didn't go see Avengers yet, right? No. Do you want Jank to be He knows already. Cause he's... <laughs> I read the Wikipedia plot summary like last Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. on the show. There's no way I was going a whole week yeah. without finding out what happened. Uh, you could have just went. Yeah, it's true. I'm uh, maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Three hours though. Oh, it's so worth it though. <laughs> My <laughs> God, so long. <laughs> Is there an intermission? <laughs> Nope. Not with Colin Farrell, but just... You just got to power through. <laughs> Oof. I'm no Thor. Only Thor's Thor. <laughs> You're not even Thunderstrike. Um, what else you got, Mike Dell? I got nothing. Yeah. Hmm. Jank. Tuffy? Tuffy, have you guys, have you guys ever listened to... Uh, Gilbert Gottfried's Super Colossal Podcast or whatever the fuck it's called. No. I think I've listened to a couple because they had, like, a guest on I wanted to hear. I think he did one with Weird Al before. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I just started listening to it uh, maybe a week or two ago. I've only listened to, I think, three episodes. I heard, uh, the first one I listened to, the reason I downloaded it originally, he had Dick Cavett on. I was like, I love Dick Cavett for some reason. <laughs> like 800-year-old Dick Cavett. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to hear this. And he was really, like, he was good. 
the the concept like or the premise the setup whatever you want to describe it as of the show is weird because it's called Gilbert Super Deluxe Podcast or whatever, but he does it with some guy named Frank and it's really Frank's podcast and Gilbert <laughs> chimes in occasionally, but Frank's really knowledgeable. I, he's somehow in the movie biz. I don't know a lot about him. But he really knows like a lot of actors and movies, and he's really uh, you know you can tell he's been in the business doing whatever. Um, but it, it's okay, like Gilbert's good. Uh, I listen so I listen to Dick Cavett, I listen to Patton Oswalt and Leonard Moulton. He doesn't get the best guests. That's the problem. Like he gets a lot of older <laughs> guests, and he and here's the other thing I've noticed about it. He. All three episodes I've listened to, the Marx or you know the, the Groucho Marx and the Marx Brothers, they come up all the time. He loves the Marx Brothers. He talks about the Marx Brothers a lot. I don't know why. I love the Marx. Brothers. I don't know. I, really? Yeah. When I was in my twenties, I watched the Marx Brothers all the time. They're great. Yeah. All right. I never, you know, I never really got into them, but apparently. Uh, like Dick Cavett was really good friends with Groucho in real life, I guess. So, you know, there's some good stories, you know, if you're into that sort of thing. And you know, they both do imitations of them, and I don't know, it was a good time. Yeah, I love Gilbert. He's the best. I do love Gilbert. All right, that's all I got. I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. Coffee. All right. What about Game of Thrones time? Yeah, what about uh, yeah, that's right, the show. <laughs> I saw people were pissed that uh well, I saw Damachek was pissed that uh like that little girl, little Daredevil girl killed the the Night King or something. And yeah. Damachek was mad that like it wasn't dragons that did it or something. I don't know. Nerd. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was dragons. Fine. I don't know. Yeah, I think I saw him bitching was, he said something, because I have no idea, but he's like, we've been told this whole time that the only thing that'll kill this Night King is Dragon's Fire, and then he doesn't die that way. Well, I don't think, I I mean, Damashek's older, and he doesn't really pay that close of attention to these things. (laughs) Uh, So they've never actually said it, Well, he's got like 30 kids now. Yeah. Dragon Glass kills White Walkers. They even last week the or the episode before specifically said, "Will Dragonfire kill him?" And they said, "I don't know. No one's ever tried it." <laughs> and then the answer was no. Yeah. So who killed him? That that Macy Williams girl. Yeah, Arya killed the Night King. Hmm. Is that is that a big deal? I guess. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, sort of like the existential threat to all of the humans on the show, and now they go fight Cersei and King's Landing. Kind of Darth Maul-ish. Yeah. (laughs) They look a lot alike. I just mean in stature as far as like, you know, like, you know, oh, don't fuck with this dude. This is the man right here, Darth Vader. Don't fuck with him. It's more like the emperor than Darth Vader in that sense where he sort of commanded the empire of evil. Mm. And like if you ever fought him, he was supposed to be really hard to beat. And then someone just throws him over a balcony. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how he died. He got got pushed over a balcony, really? Well, no, but in this case, like, you know. 
yeah, in this case, you know, the zombie army, whatever, fighting all the people, killing a ton of people, and then it's like, okay, now he's going to kill this one other kid, and, oh, here comes Arya jumping from behind, and, oh, she got him. All right, he's dead. <laughs> That's the end of that. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it was, I thought it was fine in the context of the show. Like, yeah, I had no problem with, uh, with Arya killing him. The weird thing is, I guess like she wasn't ever much of a character. <laughs> yeah. I never really, like he, I don't think he ever talked once. Um, no. We barely kind of got any insight into what he was after. Yeah, Just again, like Bran, the week before, the week before, Bran said, oh, well, he wants to kill me. That's what he really wants for the last <laughs> seven seasons. Listen, I haven't seen Game of Thrones in many years, but I want to kill Moran. That kid was <laughs> So if the main, like, if the Emperor's dead and there's still three episodes to go, is it just going to be an orgy? No, because there's still, um, yep. Daenerys and Jon are still going to go fight Cersei. Like, this is week is going to be... Park? Amelia Clark is going to go fight Lena Headey in terms of actors. Hey now. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Like this week's episode will be because, you know, the last episode ended at the end of the battle. So this week will be, okay, here's where we're at at the end of the battle. Let's get ready to go fight again next week. Episode five will be the next big battle where they all fight each other. And episode six is like the series epilogue probably. Orgy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So much sucking and fucking in that last episode, I guarantee it. So, yeah. so how did So did like Arya like stab that dude with something or how how did she Yeah, with the Well since you saw season one, uh when Bran was still in his coma and like the assassin came and tried to kill him with that dagger. If you okay. remember. It was that dagger. The sword of a thousand was... truths. Because it was Valerian <laughs> steel. So it could kill oh, walkers. I mean, telling two people who've never watched the show what happened is difficult <laughs> when you're condensing six seasons of a TV show. Well, Mike Dells watched the show. Didn't you watch the Yeah, I watched, he like, watched like two? three seasons or something. Two yeah, seasons? maybe right. four. Well, aren't they only in five seasons? They're in... This is uh, eight. Eight. Oh, this is eight? And, like, and most of what seemed like the main characters when Mike Dell was watching, like, half those people are dead. <laughs> <laughs> They're in season eight. You know, just based on the material and shit, like, when did this show start? Like, 96? How long has this been <laughs> on the air? <laughs> uh, like, 2011? 2010, somewhere in there. Yeah, just subtract. Well, the first book came out. First book came out like '96. I know, but wasn't there two years between this season and the previous season? Uh, yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't think that was a usual thing though. I think they were a little more regular before. Yeah, usually, that. it was once a year. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> But like the the episode that aired Sunday was like two months of shooting just for that episode. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
seems yeah. ambitious. <laughs> yeah. That was good. <clears throat> Jank. Yes. Uh, what time are we doing the uh, podcast on Sunday? Um, I'm thinking probably noon my time, so about one your time. All right, and we're just going to do that Skype deal again? Yeah. All right. I'll let you know for sure, but it should I still be gotta, I gotta watch, o'clock. I got to watch the rest of Paranormal Activity, The Ghost World. I watched probably three quarters <laughs> of it the other night, but I fell asleep, but i got to finish it off. I barely remember <laughs> That's that. That's about how I felt. I even said to Nick, like, I, I, I know I saw this, but I don't remember anything in this movie. <laughs> I just watched it before the show, and I gotta say, I'm more confused than ever. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, we'll talk about that Sunday, and then we're doing Weird Al. Weird Al. Yeah. Weird Al. Yep. Oh, we'll do yeah, the big right. tournament. And... Oh, you yeah. already have the songs picked up. Yep. I already got them bracketed and everything. So. I haven't looked at any. Larry's an honorary jankster. Yeah. <laughs> We're adopting him. The, uh, <laughs> he's like the two-gun kid of the Avengers. It's Larry. <laughs> the Avengers. True. <laughs> There's so many from the good 70s. Weird Al originals. Yeah, there are. Yeah, but we'll, we'll save it for Sunday. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about anything Weird Al right now. And that's right here um, on this podcast network. That's true. Yeah, it probably won't be up for a week, right? Yeah, but probably a week after that, it'll go up. <laughs> uh, you go back and you guys do your How come we don't do production, Larry? How come we don't take like a week <laughs> to perfect these episodes? Make sure they're really good. Uh, put them up. Can't shine shit, man. You just can't. <laughs> 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 I look good on a t-shirt I don't know <laughs> Yeah, that's the next Jay, Do you go back t-shirt. and listen to your episodes? To Corey on this Ah, uh, no <laughs> I feel like that would be painful Yeah I used to do it when we first started this and Really? <laughs> wow Yeah, when we first started like I used to go back and listen to them Yeah Holy you know, God. when they were a half hour, 40 minutes, <laughs> we were trying, like, okay, for 10 minutes we're going to talk about this, then we're going to talk about this for 10 minutes. Now it's like we just, like, you know, push push talk, and then I just kind of shrug my shoulders here, like, oh, whatever. whatever, 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 whatever. Got nothing. Uh, there's a casino opening up by Mike Dell soon, so we're going to go there. Yeah. Yeah, right in Greensburg, the heart of Greensburg. There's gonna be a casino. You should call them and we'll ask play, them if uh, they have kitty, kitty glitter. Yeah, I hope they kitty have kitty glitter. Yeah, we'll play kitty glitters. Yeah, we'll play that, and then we'll walk around the mall like we were 21 again. <laughs> dude, I haven't been to that mall in forever. I, I dude, I haven't been there probably in 10 years at least, maybe longer. 
All right. I got nothing. Are we done? Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, I think we're done. Uh, is that the uh, new the right, Hurricanes at the play. conference semifinals? So that's hockey talk for the week. Oh, they just <laughs> swept the they swept the Islanders. Yeah. Nice. So how did how does that um, work? The Penguins. They got swept by the Islanders, and the Hurricanes swept the Islanders. <laughs> we got two callers right now, Mike Dell. One's the Ed, and the other one's I don't know. Oh, well, weird number. We had dashes in it. Before the egg comes down, is that uh, is that Dean Ambrose this month any good? Is that worth doing anything? Oh, he <laughs> sucks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I might be passing on all the events from here on out for this month because yeah, who cares? Who fucking cares? Until it's <laughs> Let me ask you this: How do they get rid of Dean Ambrose? Like, how does he leave, but then they release a new character two weeks after he's gone? Yeah, I well, know. I think they were uh, just planning not... to, like, it takes a while to make these characters, you know, so I'm guessing they already had them made, and they they didn't realize he was leaving WWE. <laughs> like, and then they're like, oh, well, my so are they like, making <laughs> Just, like, switch over to Ricochet or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how long it, I don't know how long it takes them to make these, but look how long it took to get Becky in the game. I mean, good Lord, she finally came in last month, but... Here's another thing I don't get. What's with the gas mask thing? He did that like one time on Raw. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like I don't. Okay, you're gonna make a character out of that? And when am I gonna get my four Dean Ambrose replacements then? Because how many fucking <laughs> Dean Ambroses do I fucking need? I don't need a Dean Not Ambrose. Four. Another one. I don't I'll tell need, you that. No, I don't need four Dean Ambroses. Fuck that shit. Well, Dean Ambrose <laughs> wasn't accused of like bad stuff, so they might just leave him in the game. Not if he show, but if he shows up at AEW or something, I doubt they'll lose him in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. Of course, Jericho's still in the game. Yeah, he's AEW. So. Maybe they'll get Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny if they made Nicholas. <laughs> his, his moves are always just tagging out. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, <laughs> bad hair. <laughs> Well, let's let's bring the Ed on for a minute before we hang up because uh, I'm really tired. But the Ed, is he there? Ed. Yeah, Dean Ambrose, my friend, is named John Moxley now. <laughs> yeah, the Ed. Yeah. <clears throat> you tweeted that out. He was at your uh, your fight tour this week. Yeah, I, I wasn't yeah. there that day, but I went the next day, and he he's at Randy Couture's every day now. Yeah, he lives out in Vegas. Have you talked to him? Yeah, I asked him did he want a Snickers bar because I had an extra one in my pocket, and he said no. Nah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hey, but listen, you guys was talking about movies. I have wrote-ed a new movie. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Ooh. Now, listen. You wrote-ed an old movie. No, I wrote-ed oh, a whole like movie. It's scary, too. Oh, a Scary movie. Mm-hmm. This is the curse called, of the extra now, lady? Now, listen, listen, listen closely to the name, and you'll catch right. what I'm talking about. It's called mm-hmm. Oct Uber 31st. Oh, I get it. So, on I, I didn't October get it. 31st, there's an Uber driver killing all his passengers. Oh, okay. But they can't figure out who it is. Then all of a well, sudden, here's the thing: Uber, the passengers Uber's are killing never gonna the let drivers. You put this movie out. <laughs> Cinema 13. They're gonna they're gonna sue you. 
Why? Because you're using their name, especially in a bad light. Why, it's a movie, for Christ's sake. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Ride lawyers. Share Puppy Massacre. What about Ride happen? Share Massacre? Ride Share Massacre. What about that? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah that's good. I'd go see that. Yeah, I'd go see that. See, because, yeah. listen, at first, all of a sudden, for like three or four days, there's a, a specific Uber driver, but they can't figure out who it is because he knows how to hack the Uber system, so he looks like a different driver every time. So they've hauled in like 19 different Uber drivers and questioned all of them, but none of their DNA's on there. Now, how the hell do we got 19 drivers that killed their passengers? Then all of a sudden, passengers are killing the drivers, and they don't know what's going on until <laughs> October 31st. <laughs> Weren't you an Uber driver? Yeah, that's how I thought of it. I was about to kill this motherfucker in the back of my car. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker about to get his throat slashed. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, did you see like some MMA fighter, like low-level MMA guy, uh, was killed by an Uber driver like last month, maybe a couple weeks back or so? Really? Probably in tip. Yeah, like, yeah, I saw that. He, he got in a fight. He got in a fight with the Uber driver. So the Uber driver got him out. He left the got out of the car. The Uber driver drove down the street, turned around, and just ran him over. <laughs> wow, I never heard that. See, October 31st. <laughs> but I'm telling you, isn't that a great idea for a movie? Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. See, yeah, I like it. I'm like saying. I've been technology. Thinking. Yeah. I'd well, go see it at least The thing I want to know, though, is did Dean Ambrose take yeah, the Jake there? We never got... We never got an end to that story. He said, "Do no. happened Dean Ambrose? What? Yeah. Dean Ambrose in AEW did, now? But did he take the Snickers bar? He no, said he, he didn't. Take it. Oh, yeah, no, he didn't want it. No. How Probably do you know he's in happy. AEW? He's never said he's he in AEW. Well, he's in AEW. Oh, he ain't gonna tell you a... that. <laughs> he most certainly did. Breaking news. All right, that would what? be like what? What happened? Watch what World happened. Premiere news. Why? That's not like regular news yet. No, 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 no. no. He's never told anybody that. <laughs> Guess what? The Ed Times is always on it. <laughs> Look at that. The editor in chief broke a story. Usually, it's Anita Dick. <laughs> I thought it was Anita Scoop. Anita. Anita Dick. I thought it was Anita Cox. Yeah, something like that. She and Anita everything. Anita everything. So is Dean Ambrose kind of a dick? He, he seems like he'd be kind of a dick. You know what? He was kind of dickly. Well, yeah, but it seems, seems like he's, like, he's very like, like uh, aloofish. Like he just like likes to be left alone. You know? Yeah. Dick, but he yeah. But he he talked to me though. We sat down. I was like, "Hey, Dean Ambrose." What the fuck you doing? What is that? What is that? Jake, you're making a breaking news. What's happening? Jake's on here too. Yeah, Jake's on here. Talk to Jake's here. What up, Jake? You janky motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad. Hey, Jake. And then, then Tuffy's on here. Tuffy, hey man, we got a lot of lawsuits coming down the pike, so get ready. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Get ready. 
But hey, I think, hey, uh, I think October 31st will be a good movie. I think Tuffy can get me out of that one. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. How come you didn't like that uh, Street Dreamers Fred Sanford Funko? I thought that was pretty nice. Man, little Funkos are stupid. <laughs> They're like stupid. the dumbest. They don't even look like nobody. They all look the goddamn same. And somebody made one of me, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Well, I made one of you. I, that was me. I did that. Yeah. Uh, where's my money? <laughs> well, we'll talk about it later. I'll talk to my attorney, Tuffy. <laughs> no, no, he's my attorney over yours. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hope that's not a conflict of interest. We talk to him more. Nah, we'll be fine. I got I got both of you covered. Don't worry about it. All right, good. Uh, Steve's got us both covered. We're both going to win. Yeah. Um, I think Tuffy's going to win. You give me $20, I'll give it right, right back. Me. But uh, what else is going on, Ed? Oh, man, just, you know, I'm divorced now. <laughs> All right, well, fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now, I think I'm going to marry the doctor. Huh. That's a bold decision. Yeah. I thought the doctor yeah. didn't really want anything to do with you anymore. No, nah, she loves me. <laughs> she loves me. She know that? Oh, she loves. You. She loves. Yeah. You, yeah. Who could resist me? I mean, really. I mean, how many women do you think really could resist me if they was alone with me for an hour or two? All of them. I'd say most. Yeah. No, that's wrong. Man, I'm a lady. I'm a lady getter, man. But why would you? But why know, would a lady getter want to be tied down with a wife? Them yeah. girls like it. When I show them my people maker, oh, they go crazy. <laughs> Your people maker. <laughs> but uh, at the end, why do you want to get married, though? Because then, you know, you can't be running around with other ladies if you're married. Well, I'm 65, about to be 66, because last year I was 64. Yeah. So it's getting about that time. I figured if I marry her now, I'm 66. Be married for about thirty years. Be ninety six, and it'll be time to just go. You're not making it to ninety six. Why? <laughs> not with your crack singles and Oreo diet. You know what? I haven't had an Oreo in six months. Mm, that's pretty good. I haven't had one in we probably thirty years. So. Really? You got to get one. Four days. They are pretty good. You had I you ever had peanut pizza butter pie before? Oreo here. Peanut yeah, butter pie. Pizza. You eat tofu pizza? No, I I, I should try though. It'd be pretty good. But... I was out smoking cigars yeah. with James Tony the other night. With James Tony? Yeah, he got his own lights cigar out. out. Yeah, lights out. And I and I pitched a book to him. I pitched a book idea to him because I wrote a book for Lights Out, James Tony. Oh. It's a children's book. Oh, okay. Sure. And James Tony would read the book, and it's about life stories for him. And I pitched it to him and his daddy because his daddy was with us, and his daddy liked it. I said, "Just think, little James. Remember the little, remember the little cartoon called Little Bill." Yeah, <laughs> yeah before Bill Cosby knew how to rape people, he was Little Bill. Yeah. Hey, don't talk bad about Bill Cosby. Listen, we have a little little James, little JT, little James Tony. 
And so little James is sitting there, and he says, first, the first page goes, Hey, Daddy, I sure would like to go get a pizza tonight. And James' daddy looks at him and goes, Eh, it's too late for that tonight. Lights out. Go to bed. Oh, so I see. He has to go to bed. So the next day, he comes and he says, Daddy, I sure would like to go to the mall. I saw these new shoes. His daddy says, too late. Time to go to bed. Lights out. And all the stories, mm, he didn't ever get nothing as a kid because it was always lights out. And that's how he became lights mm. out, James Tony. I thought, like, Here's an issue right off the bat, is that most five- and six-year-olds or 35-, 36-year-olds don't know who James Tony is. <laughs> well, they're going to know now when they read the book. No one knows who Winnie the fucking Pooh is until they read the goddamn book. <laughs> That's a no, very but good they still kind of know. I never thought of that. No, they don't. You have no idea who the fuck Winnie the Pooh is. <laughs> so the end, like on the end of the book, there's like little JT just beat the hell out of his dad and says, lights out. Yeah. No, but I sh- that be- might be the ending. I don't know yet. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. He also told say, here's an insight here's an insight that James Tony told me too. As we were talking, and someone in our little group said, Hey man, what do you think about Sean Merriman using your, your uh moniker lights out? He goes, If I ever see that motherfucker, I'm gonna lights out on his ass. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, nice. Did you say James <laughs> Tony's dad was there too? Yeah. yeah. Daddy. How old is James Tony's dad? Yeah, probably my age. Yeah, how old is James, James Tony? Tony like sixty? No, oh. Jesus Christ, James Tony's in his forties for Christ's sake. Yeah, he's probably like forty-eight, forty-nine. Yeah, Dad probably had him twelve, so he's sixty. <laughs> yeah, he's not much older. So I don't know. I mean, Jesus Christ! You should try. You to know get they raised the price on Viagra. What do you need that for? For your people maker? I don't. I'm just. I'm just asking. You, did you know? I don't. I don't know anybody who takes it personally. Uh, James Tony oh, is. 50. You, you seem to be 50. keeping close track of pricing for somebody that doesn't take it. <laughs> well, I got stock in it. Uh, well, then you should be happy they raised the price. Well, tomorrow's the Kentucky Derby. Oh, that's right. I didn't talk so, nothing uh, about who's that. Your pick yet? Who's your pick? Well, there's a lot, a lot of ways that the Kentucky Derby could go this year. It's a, it's a full field of a lot of horses. I'm going with Do you know who any of the horses are? I'm looking at him right here. Uh, game winner. Yeah, he's the favorite. The roadster. Yeah. Improbable. Yeah. Maximum security. Yeah. Tacitus. Yeah. Code of honor. Yeah. Win, win, win. Win, win, win. Yeah, I yeah, like win, that win. horse. Win, win, win. Yeah. Uh, That's one of the top will. four horses that I'm doing. Huh? Uh, War of Will, by my yeah. standards, tax, mm-hmm. Vacoma, 
Bust K Parfait, Cutting Humor, Long yeah. Range Toddy, Spinoff, Country House, Bot Express, Gray Magician, Master Fencer. So what I'm going to oh, do are. is I'm going to give you kids six, seven horses because I'm doing a seven-box <laughs> Superfecta. It's going to cost $860. <laughs> so I'm telling you, All right. if four of these horses come in the top four, I'll probably win damn near $50,000. <laughs> okay. Okay. So here are the seven horses that you want to box. Game winner. M probable maximum security win 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 tax code of honor and gray magician. Well, tax is listed at 20 to 1, and Great Magician is 50 to 1. Yep. Those are the seven what, horses that I'm saying will come in the top four. It's got to be like 10,000 to 1 with a name like the Coma. I don't know. I, 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 I saw a horse the other day named Larry's Butthole, and that horse. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It usually blows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was well, a stupid-looking horse. Well, the yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks for the Kentucky Derby tip. I'm sure Tuffy's going to run out and place a wager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know Lance will. That's all he does. He lives for. Yeah, Kentucky horse Derby player number tip. one. <laughs> yeah. I like that kid. Seventy-one. Well, uh, it's eleven o'clock yet. I I need to go eat something. I haven't eaten all day. I need to eat. All uh, right, so. call Indy Sarah. She'll let you eat her. Thanks. Dude. All right. <laughs> Dark Thanks. kids later. There goes the Ed. Later, Ed. And be sure and place your Kentucky Derby bets. Seems like a lot of money to bet on a fifty to one and a twenty to one horse, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, what did he say? All right. Uh, Thanks. If any four of those horses finish in the top four, he wins fifty grand. Yeah, like four of them have to finish in the top four. Yeah, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Uh, thanks to Tuffy. Thanks, Tuffy. Yep. Thanks to Jank. Thanks, Jank. Thanks, Jank. And, uh, he hung up at some point. Yeah. Um. And uh, listen to original Janksters. So Larry. That'd be great. Next week. If you're calling in this week to talk to me, you should have <laughs> called in next week. Um, and thanks to Mike Dell, without whom none of this is possible. Uh, I guess next week, I, I don't know, maybe Yoey, if, if we hear from Yoey, maybe next week, the week after that, though, Dick Belsky. We're getting close to Dick Belsky. So, get ready. Yeah, I remember back, I think it was right around Christmas, you were telling me about Dick Belsky coming on, so we're getting close. <laughs> I know, he, he, he planned way ahead. That's what I love about the Dick Belsky. Yeah. Yeah. And then he bumped himself because wasn't tonight supposed to be Dick Belsky night? 
Uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, tonight he was postponed, but he had he had to uh, reschedule. But, uh, something better yeah. came along. <laughs> yeah, like uh, well, I was gonna just go swimming. Um. So yeah, go to one nine books dot com for all your uh, book needs, editing needs, uh, PizzaGate needs. It's all over there. <laughs> you can look that up. Uh, at LCS Hockey One Nine, if you want to follow Mike Dell on Twitter, and uh, uh, they locked me out of the uh, Obedient Worker Four account again for some reason. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why? They, they figured it out. <laughs> you and James Woods. <laughs> so I might be able to. I don't know. I, I, I might be able to get it back, but I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Just go outside, man. It's starting to get warm and stuff. <laughs> yeah, just go outside. You catch have a tablet. Just take that outside. Yeah, catch yeah, that money order. Like the walk there. <laughs> I'll try and catch that money order this week, maybe. Go in there like a 30-style flapper, like that Bees Make Honey movie or whatever, <laughs> and just like, hey there, change I'd like to get a little scratch for this, you know, do some of that. Just make it fun. Live it up. All right. Record it. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. You still, you still chilling? Uh, I took a break because I was busy, but um, I think I played a couple last night. I think I only had one goal in two games. Oh, so sad. But, uh, yeah, yeah I'm still chilling. I still didn't get the Jofa helmet. You know, that's my goal is to get that Jofa helmet. So yeah, a cubby. Yeah. All right. Until then, pass the gin, Governor. Fucking button. Sign of a true champion, Pedro Morales uh, using what he thought would put away Spotty. Nice small package, Spotty able to kick out, came right back. Nice over-the-top backflip, sunset roll-up. That's a sign of a true champion. You're right, Monsoon. He uh, certainly is a true champion. I'm right. I'd like to say one thing about Pedro You said Morales. I'm right? You're right. You're right. I, I, I'll I tell the mark truth. This down. I'll mark this down. Says Why don't you write it in Japanese? Gorilla's right. Let me tell you one thing about Pedro Morales. I don't speak Morales. Japanese. Neither does... Uh, Machine and the giant machine and the stupid machine. How do you know? Did you hear that? Let me no, explain something about Pedro Morales. I heard you mention there that he does a lot for his mother. And I like to tell you people right now, he is exactly the truth. He does a lot for her. You know, once a month, he goes back to the island and makes sure she has over 50 to 60 pounds of cheap wooden jewelry to sell to tourists. 
That's a lie. I heard that. That's just what That's I heard. an outright lie. Pedro Morales, uh, certainly a fine individual. Right now. Thank you very much.